2: And now, your host, making the case for the city he loves,
3: attorney Arthur Idala. It is Thursday, and we're in the heart of the summer. A beautiful day today, Midtown Manhattan. I'm going to have a bit of work. Woo! I started this morning with my children. That was the highlight of the day. And then. I actually did something very nice. I took a couple of minutes and I washed Marianne's car. Yes, in the backyard with a bucket and a sponge, and I made the car look pretty. I will tell you this. Um, I, have, I have some experience with automobiles. I love red cars, I love white cars. Um, well, let me just tell you the cars, the colors I, I no longer like black, navy, blue. They are so hard to. Keep clean and even clean. I like. I kept uh, Marion's car is navy blue. I no matter how much I wash it, and then the the drying mechanism I was using. Maybe it, it needs to go into the washing machine to get some dirt out of it. But it kept leaving streaks, and I was getting a little O C D on it. But um, then I ran into the office, and it's uh, it's been one after another after another after another. And thank God, Joan is here to um, hold down the fort and and guide me along the way. You know, we we spoke yesterday about the new marijuana stuff and all these laws and saying how the city cannot um, randomly um, test uh, city workers and that we thought that that was going to apply to uh, the NYPD as well, but it is not going to apply to the NYPD. Be advised that the department will still be testing now. That may not be true for the FDNY. I don't think the FDNY uh, is going to be testing, but the NYPD is going to be testing. So we will see what um, we'll see what that has to do, uh, how that has any effect. I mean, I'm happy the NYPD is testing. I would not mind the FDNY testing, FDNY Let's see, Joan, you could just call it out. says it will stop drug testing for pot following new guidance from city law department. Right. So that's what I was right. No FDNY testing. There will be NYPD testing. Um, real quick, last night, Luca and I and uh, uh, <clears throat> who else came? Me, Luca, Lino, and John um, Esposito, and Mike Jacarino. We went to the Yankee game. It was tied in the bottom of the ninth, and the Yankees won in the tenth. Happy birthday once again to Luca, and uh, continuing in Jones' uh, week-long uh, "This Is Your Life." Arthur Idala. Hey, there is a apparently a guest on the line. Even though I have all these legal topics in front of me, there's a guest on the line. I have no clue who it is. So, hi, it's Arthur Idala. May I ask who I am speaking with?
4: Uh, good morrow, my brother. It is uh, Frank Murano a, a wow. big, big fan of yours. And uh, I was just calling to, uh, first and foremost, I tried to get through the last two days, but uh, when it comes to congratulating Luca on his birthday, uh, it's at least a three-day wait, so I wasn't surprised that I had to wait. Uh, but I also wanted to um, congratulate you on the terrific profile. On the front page of the uh, style section in Sunday's New York Times. Uh, The style section.
3: The style section. The style section. Not the business section. We went with the style section. It it was the style section, wasn't it? No, (laughs) no, Frank. It It was the the business. business It was the business section. But you know that article
4: didn't have very much to do with business.
3: So I guess all the critics of the Times are right. If you want me to, if you want me to raise my skirt a little bit. um they they were asking me about like how I charge clients and my hourly rates and all this stuff. And I was like, why does it have to be in there? And they're like, well, this is for the business section. So if it's going to be in the business section, it has to have some angle of business. So, yes, it was in the business section. But, Frank, I am not going uh, to come down on you because I've been in your car and I know there's usually a lot of newspapers in there. At least when I this is pre-Carmine, by the way. who I'm looking at his face on the magnet right now on my uh, here on my desk, um, yeah, the um, it, it was the business section, wasn't the style section? But let me ask you this question: Why do you think I, I forget which which side you fell on? It says you did not think it was okay for parents to lie to their child about the consequences of being involved in a drinking and driving situation it was did you fall on the side of it was okay to lie yeah, to them that, or
4: that, not okay That's generally the the side that I fall on I I don't think it's um look you've been a parent for much much longer than uh, than I have and uh, you know you've uh, done a good job with uh, certainly with two children and by all accounts you know or or a stellar start with the third so I uh, I'm not going to you know dispute your parenting style but uh, in general I just I don't think it's a great situation when uh, you're you're expecting your child to be truthful to you for you to lie to them. and if people don't know what we're talking about, there was this uh, scenario that uh, some friends of mine were involved in where their daughter was detained by the police uh, because she was a passenger uh, when um, when she entered into a car where the driver was drinking and driving, the driver was arrested, and the parents have been telling the daughter. That she's going to face all sorts of legal consequences, which is not true. I, I think it comes to a point where you know, when you're 17 or 18, honesty is the is the best policy when it comes to parenting. But you right. disagree.
3: Well, I, I'm not. It depends on the the overall scenario, but the potential. In other words, I would just say I'm I, potentially my parents could have liability. Potentially, I I I, don't, I agree. You shouldn't say that night is day and day is night. And but. Showing them the potential ramifications and the, the that it, making things sound a little worse than they have to be. Look, Frank, I'll be honest with you. There are times parents beg me to do that uh, mm-hmm. to their children who are in criminal trouble. They want them to believe they're in worse trouble than they actually are. And I'm going to take the fifth on what I do in those situations. Um, but, you know, it. The, the worst-case scenario, and I believe I sent the, as Frank Morano would say, an SMS text message. Everyone I know on the planet refers to it as a text message. Frank Morano refers to it as an SMS text message. And we could talk about that in a minute, minute and all the Marano-isms. But, um, you know, you, if, God forbid, you feel as a parent you didn't do every single thing you could, including lying to them, and they f- meet some sort of harm or ill fate the guilt that uh, from a selfish point of view is just something you can't even you know co- no, co- comprehend I, I, I and don't i don't want to comprehend it, it.
4: Yeah, I, I can understand that. I've told uh, our seven-month-old the uh, Carmine that uh, <laughs> if he doesn't stay quiet during this phone call, that he could face potential legal ramifications. So far, it, it seems to be doing nothing to uh, to stifle his, uh, his desire to make noise. But, um, you know, I totally get where you're coming from. But any, in any event, whether it's the style section or the business section, it was a, a stellar article regardless, and uh, congratulations, and uh, well-deserved. And I think really... Uh, to the extent that any article in a, in a couple of pages can do a good job capturing the essence of a person, I think uh, I think that really did. And uh, want to also thank you for uh, not only the great job you do on the radio every day. No matter what we're doing in the Morano household, we have you on each and every day, and uh, you do a terrific job. There's really not another show like this in New York, as exemplified by that uh, incredible interview that you did with uh, with Judge pesci yesterday, I-, I thought I knew a lot about his uh his career, and uh, I really got to learn a lot more about his career and a lot more about him as a person and in a lot of respects, what he's been through is emblematic of uh, what so many immigrant success stories uh are, have have embodied over the years, and really a uh, tremendous embodiment of the American dream so I enjoyed hearing that a great deal
3: yeah as did I, I could have kept him on forever <clears throat> um Frank, obviously, since we're throwing bouquets here, uh, truth be told, I obviously give Joe Piscopo a tremendous um, amount of credit for my life here on AM nine seventy, The Answer. But let's face it: the facts are the facts. You're the one who booked me on on his show when you were uh, his uh, executive uh, manager or whatever you call it, executive producer. And you're also the one who introduced me to Jerry Crowley when he spoke the other night on the radio that he had a little personal injury situation. And I believe we went to lunch at um, Delmonico's, was it? No. The very it, first it, time?
4: Um, it, I mean, it, no, it was uh, Capitol Grill, actually. In, in the Capital North Grill, was,
3: uh, yes. It was me, you, and, and Mr. Crowley, who I now you know consider really a, a real true friend. Yeah, no. So I, you had I, a lot to do uh, with... Go ahead. Well, yeah, don't. It's, do your, show, it's your show, Morano. I'm just. No, it's your show. I'm just listening. Uh, go ahead. I, I, no,
4: I, I uh, people shouldn't blame me for uh, the ascendancy of your radio career, but uh, that I do have to thank you for that lunch because, as you so often are when you're meeting uh, new people, you were delightful company. You totally charmed Jerry, and uh, he did something he very rarely did, and he had to go back to the office. He handed me his credit card, and he said, "Whatever you guys want, put it on here," and uh, I got that free lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly because of your charm, and it would not be the uh, not be the last free lunch that I enjoyed, uh, courtesy of you. So, uh, so thank you for that.
3: All right, Frank. Um, we're going to take a quick break, uh, ladies and gentlemen. We have a special, special guest on the line, Frank Morano. everyone who's called in, this is a very, very special thing for me because he's the one who got me started in all of this. So, don't go away. We'll be right back. <laughs> So, of course, we have to take this opportunity to talk about our friends at Connors and Sullivan. Frank's got a little boy. I got a little girl and two boys. And we want to make sure... That our families are taken care of when we're no longer here because yes although we don't believe so there will be a time when we will no longer be here that is why you need to go visit our friends at Connors and Sullivan because they're gonna make sure that when you're not around everything is smooth smooth sailing for your family but if you are here in other words if you're incapacitated Connors and Sullivan will set up a power of attorney so that somebody who you're close with and you feel comfortable with will have the power to sign documents for you. They'll have a health proxy. So if you can't talk to your doctors, someone can talk to the doctors for you. You'll need a will. You'll need a, a, maybe a trust. So don't hesitate. Call Connors and Sullivan. They're going to give you a free consultation with a lawyer. It's 718-238-6500. A free in-person consultation with a lawyer. 718 718- two, three, eight, 6,500. And remember what Mike Connors always says, the biggest mistake in estate planning is not planning at all.
1: This is Ryan Anderson, president of the ethics and public policy center for TownHall.com. We have entered new terrain. The Supreme court's decision overruling Roe V Wade is a watershed moment for the pro-life movement and the nation. Finally, the court has admitted that it got it wrong 50 years ago. Finally, the court has admitted that there is nothing in our constitution that protects a right to kill unborn babies in the womb. Finally, we as citizens of a self-governing republic have the freedom to pass laws protecting unborn babies and their mothers from the violence of abortion. And that means we need to be ready to persuade our neighbors and win converts to the pro-life cause. To equip you to make the case for life, Alexandra Sanctis and I have authored a just-released book, Tearing Us Apart. How Abortion Harms Everything and Solves Nothing. It's a one-stop resource for all you need to know to respond to the lies coming from the left. Pick up a copy today to be ready to bear witness to the truth. I'm Ryan Anderson. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com.
3: well, if you hear that song, you know it's the beginning of The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Murano Frank, if I may, I, I know you're putting your whole career on, line, on the line now coming on the air. I appreciate that very much. What is it with all of your your Moranoisms? You know your you know good morrow everyone and maple syrup and salmon. Like, is this is this something that you've thought about, or is this you have a speech impediment, or just educate us? Because I follow sometimes. I say some of the things that you say, and I, I've now started saying clothes. And my wife's like, there's no T-H. It's just clothes. I go, no, that's how you close the door. This is clothes. That's, that's right.
4: Randy, well, you, I, look, you know, most of the time I'm just having fun. But, uh, you know, you have to slip in some intentional mispronunciations once in a while because every time then you do say something that's, uh, that's accidentally a mispronunciation, people just assume it's intentional. So it's, um, you know, it's my way of hiding any other mistake. So I, I, I have a lot of... Uh, uh, Liberty to say plethora and things like that once in a while because I go the extra mile and say maple.
3: So those of you who know, it's no secret that uh, I'm a Frank Morano fan, I am also a fan of sleep. And Frank Morano's was on on seven. Well, he's actually now he's uh, he's in Nevada. Oh no, no wait. How do you say Nevada?
4: N- Nevada. That's one thing I will not be mispronouncing. I promise you
3: that. <laughs> Nevada. Okay. So he's on in Nevada. He's on it. And and, and he's on it. He's omnipresent. But he's omnipresent from in in our time zone anyway, from uh, 1 a.m. until 5 a.m. And like last night is a perfect example. I wind down and it's like 5 to 1. Sometimes it's 1. He doesn't come on until like 104, 105. And it really is, I like, well, if I, I want to put it on. I especially want to hear the open. But, you know, then you get sucked in. And next thing I know, it's 2 o'clock. But the segment that I love is Thursday night going into Friday morning here in, in the city, and it's called Ask Frank Anything. And I remember a question uh, being asked about what would, what would your dream job be if it wasn't this one? And you always say, you know, this is my dream job. And the only reason why I'm going to agree with you is – because of the ability to podcast and and because you are so gifted, you have so much to offer your audience and to offer society that for those of us who live a typical lifestyle, you know, you have these great guests on at 3 a.m., you have Brian Kilmeade on at 4 in the morning. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind having that on at a different part of the day. Um, but you're following in the footsteps of the great ones, you know, Larry King and Joe Franklin. Are you okay with uh, with everyone listening on the podcast? Because because of you, my friend, I am so committed to doing this show six o'clock live. Because, because you break my shoes if I pre-record for some reason.
4: Um, I don't break and- your. I don't. I don't break your shoes. That that is that is not true. I, I just. Uh, I would hate for you to be in a position. Where people are relying upon you to offer commentary on a breaking news story, and you're, you know, you're on the beach in the Hamptons somewhere, you know, that's yeah. Uh, well, I don't bust your chops.
3: Listen, take it as a compliment. I mean, I, I feel beholden to you. To, to be live because I do admire and applaud. I love live radio. It's like being in the room my friend. I mean, when I put you on in the morning in the bathroom, Frank, pardon me for being in a state of undress, but it's like me and you hanging out. I know what's going on with Carmine. I know what's going on with Rachel. I know that you yeah. think people who are going to get the death penalty should be subjected before they get burnt up or shot up with a, with a rifle or, or put needles in their arms. I know Frank Morano thinks they should be taken into an operating room, rip out the kidneys, Rip that's out the right. liver, whatever whatever it is that's there and make those those people who are destined for death but otherwise healthy make them save other lives on uh, uh the other side of midnight. Yeah, well look, uh, you know, the thing
4: that um all the good folks at nine seventy, you uh, Joe Piscopo, uh, Kevin McCullough and uh, all the great behind the scenes talent, uh uh Matt Timbow and Alex Garrett, Joan Pelzer, Joe Sibilia, that 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 have that, Al-
3: Gattulo, to be Al Gatulo, Al Gatulo, of course.
4: How could I forget Al, but somehow I forgot him. But um, the, the thing that we all have to keep in mind is that it's not 40 years ago where we there are only three things to listen to, right? People have almost a limitless supply of entertainment and information options. They can listen to satellite radio, they can listen to podcasts, they can uh, read a book, they could read a magazine, they could type in essentially whatever they're interested in at any given time in hearing or seeing and get that. So what is it that radio can do that nobody else can do, right? So the really one of the few things that we can do is offer quality, live, and local content. If we are throwing the towel in on that, if we're abdicating uh, that um, you know responsibility and the one benefit that we have, then essentially you're already going to bat with two strikes on you. So w- if you make the decision, as some hosts do, and I'm not criticizing you at all for this, but uh, as we make the decision, if we make the decision not to do something live, then we're not doing a radio show. We're doing a podcast that happens to be broadcast on the radio. So why not play to our strengths? Try to be as live as can be, rather than uh, rather than the other way around. Now a lot of people that are more successful than I am, you know, disagree with that philosophy.
3: So look, different strokes for different folks. When it's live, there's a there's an additional pressure. If you're pre-recording and I make a mistake, Sam Bellino can cut it up and, and throw it out or whatever. When I was, li- I was live, oh, when um who died? James Conn died. I had Bruce Cherry here live. He cursed on the radio. Then yeah, Brett, and Brett Ratner ran
4: cursed. It. That was like a that was a Red Fox record on the uh, air. <laughs>
3: exactly, but you know what? It makes it exciting. It makes it fun. I mean, that was the one of the things when I was on Fox News all the time. You know, it's live. Yeah. It's you mess up and it's. But I there yeah. is there is a. Definitely a difference. I mean, I do feel uh, connected with you. Um, when I'm, I wake up in the morning. It's six thirty, and your podcast is on. It's I'm only five hours behind. Um, let me ask you this question: How? Because I'm sure people want to know this. You have a child. Our children are one week apart. I'm November yeah. 17th, you're what, yeah, November my,
4: Mine is crying right now, by the way, as evidence of, uh, of being lying.
3: Well, well, that's what I was going to ask you. What is the lifestyle like for a guy who is in his car, that's when we usually speak, heading to work at 10 p.m. at night, and then in his car coming home at whatever it is, 6, 7 o'clock in the morning?
4: Well, so I um, I get home around 6.15, um, 6.30, and then uh, that's usually around the time Carmine is, uh, is staying awake. So... I'll, you know, change him usually in the morning and um and feed him and then stay up with him for for an hour and a half or so, a couple hours and then um and then his mom will stay with him and uh then uh I'll wake up around uh 2:33 o'clock and then I'll look after him and while well, his uh his mom works and then she will, you know, sort of take the reins and- I start, uh, and the, and then I'll start preparing for that night's show around 5. Um, you know, one of us will put him to bed around 7.30. I'll get a little more work done. We'll have dinner for her, breakfast for me, and then I'll uh, I'll head into work around
3: 10-ish. That's pretty much it. As much as you're willing to reveal regarding HIPAA laws, has doing the overnights now, for as long as you have, um, has it had any ill effects on your health? I mean, because um, you don't really sleep a lot, Frank.
4: You know, I... I don't know obviously, I guess you're never the best judge. I do think I do feel like I've uh, gained a few more gray hairs and gained a few pounds but I, I have to be honest, the morning show lifestyle that I was doing you know when producing the Piscopo Show and the Curtis Lewa Show and other shows over the years that's no bargain either so it, it's not as if I went from working these conventional nine to five bankers' hours to all of a sudden um, you know just uh, just working in a coal mine you know you went for, you go from one unconventional aspect of, uh, of, a, of a schedule to the other. The the, the difficulty is i find is that the whole rest of the world doesn't adjust to your schedule so you still have people calling you uh during regular hours trying to um you know sell you a car or uh, get you to send over the paperwork necessary for your insurance and the world doesn't stop because your day begins at 3 p.m instead of 6 a.m so um it's uh i don't i don't think i've suffered significantly ill effects like you as exemplified in that article which uh everyone thought was in the style section is (laughs) you're the perfect example of um when you're doing something that you're passionate about and something that you love it's it's uh not it's not really like digging ditches or performing brain surgery it's uh it's something that you really get a charge out of every day and stimulates you creatively and uh you know, and that's certainly the case in my case.
3: As the week wears goes on, do you get more tired, less tired? Do you get energetic because, all right, I only have two more nights and then I get to play ping pong this weekend? Or is it, <laughs> or is it different? Is every week a little different for you?
4: Uh, I think every week is uh, every week varies a little bit. The tough day for me uh, the tough day for me is mo- is Monday and Tuesday right The beginning of the week tends to be tougher because you go from you know during the rest of the week you sort of b- develop a schedule of um, of being being awake at night and then sleeping during the day and then on the weekend, you kind of bounce back to conventional hours so you can have something resembling a conventional family and social life. And then Sunday into Monday, you have to kind of snap back. You never really get the full day's sleep before the full night's work on Monday, if you know what I mean. So Monday is that. Be a is,
3: is that why you you often have guests on your first uh, segment, your first hour on Sunday into Monday?
4: You know, I, I just try to keep them guessing and uh, have it uh, have it so that people never know what to uh, never know what to expect.
3: Is that one of the many secrets to your success? <laughs> no i'm serious I'll it's to you... keep is to keep to keep i mean i mean you do have certain things you have the a c report you have uh, we we love the commendations we love denunciations you have asked frank anything but you know you're on twenty hours right am i doing the math correct? Twenty hours a week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is. I mean, you're a little uh, all over the place, and I say that in the best sense of the word. From literally talking about UFOs to talking about movies to talking about (laughs) last week, I drive. I'm drive all the way out to the Hamptons at two o'clock in the morning, and you have I have three former lawyers who are all convicts. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and, and one, of them,
4: one of them canceled on me, too. I was supposed to have a <laughs> panel of four ex-lawyers and ex-convicts, and one of them was unavailable at the last minute. Uh, it goes to show you the kind of social circles that I run in, that the easiest people that I could find to come on the radio with me at 3 o'clock are all disgraced attorneys. So, uh, But, uh, you know, I I like variety. You know, I I feel like, um, to me, and it's one of the reasons I honestly like your show, is because, uh, you know, uh, you will go from a segment on Cars to a segment on Broadway to a segment on the Supreme Court. Uh, and um, it, I, I try to do the same thing, right? Yeah, I feel like if uh, if you're bored hearing about it, the audience is bored hearing about it. So I, I always try to do something different from what was done the hour before, the day before, uh, and uh, I think that's, um, you know, I think one of, that's one of the reasons we've done well, and I, I think that's one of the reasons that, uh, that your show is so enjoyable.
3: So b- before I let you go, Frank, I, let's just talk substance for a second. Mayor Eric Adams, thumbs up, thumbs down, verdict's out, where are you? Uh,
4: you know, I was more of a um, verdicts out uh, kind of a kind of a guy, uh, but overall, I think he 's doing uh you know i think he 's doing a poor job if you look at the um look i think he 's still a lot better than um, than his predecessor, but uh, i don 't think his predecessor ever would have appointed such prominent republicans as uh, Jimmy Otto and Eric Alrich to positions in his administration, and I think that speaks well of Adams. I also like that adams doesn 't really seem to give a, um, a hoot about what anybody says. You know he was criticized for appointing uh, some anti gay uh, pastors to his administration. so what does he do? He appoints another anti gay pastor and almost like a bad guy in professional wrestling, welcomes the enmity of his critics when he 's going out to city hall. but uh, I th- now as much as I like him in terms of style, I know you 've given him a lot of points for his wardrobe. But, uh, and I think there's a lot that's kind of Trumpian about him, and sort of Giuliani-esque about him. Uh, the there's uh, the, you can't ignore, in my view, the fundamental fact that he is uh, he ran on the issue of crime, and now we're seven and a half months into his administration, and crime is worse. So. At some point, he's, he's got to take responsibility. Uh, Harry Truman, who I'm looking at a bobblehead doll of right now, he used to say very famously, the buck stops with me. You know, uh, with Eric Adams, it almost seems like he's just reactive. He just seems like hes when somebody gets shot, he goes to the scene of the crime, does the right thing, but he never really seems to be the one saying, I'm responsible for this. Uh, like Bloomberg did with schools, Bloomberg went out there and said, if the test scores aren't up, hold me responsible. That's what I want to hear from the mayor, because he ran on this issue, and yet um, people are still shooting each other like crazy. At what point does it become the mayor's responsibility? At some point, it's not the governor's responsibility who he endorsed. At some point, it's not the president's responsibility who he calls an ideological soulmate. At some point, he's got to take responsibility for fixing things or give us somebody that can
3: all right. Well, there you go, folks. You are listening to Frank Murano who will definitely be in the Radio Hall of Fame. It's not a matter of if and a matter of when, and I say that with all sincerity. Uh, I appreciate you uh, finding the time, uh, Mr. Marano. Uh Tonight is Ask Frank Anything, and I actually uh, – uh, I'm hopefully going to be out late tonight, so I'll be uh, listening to that first hour of Ask Frank Anything. Thanks for coming on, my friend. All right, brother. I love you. God bless you, buddy. I love you, too. Absolutely. All right, folks, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Like well, that was great. Um, I don't know if if uh, Frank's home needs painting, but if it does, I know he'll be smart enough to use Rhino Shield because he knows Susan. He knows Susan as well. All of us at the AM970 family know Susan. She's the one who's going to take care of you. If you're consider painting your home, you got to listen to me. You can't do it until you speak to Susan and get a consultation with her. Now more than ever, protect your greatest investment, your home. Rhino Shield, as you now know, is a ceramic coating that is sprayed onto your home and it looks just like paint, but it's 10 times thicker than paint. Rhino Shield guarantees your house will look as if it was freshly painted. You ready for this? For 25 years. It's a 25 year transferable warranty. 25 years. When was the last time anyone guaranteed anything for you for 25 years? Rhino Shield will increase the resale value of your home. You know why? Because it lowers your energy costs. It holds the hot air in during the wintertime, and it holds the cold air in during the summertime. And now Susan is offering no payment, no interest, financing for one year. 20% off for anyone who requests a free quote by August the 31st. Call 877-744-6608. 877-744-6608 or go to rhinoshieldofnewyork.com and set up an appointment and make sure you tell Susan Arthur sent you.
0: Want more AM 970 The Answer? Go to am970theanswer.com to listen live. Tune into podcasts from the shows you missed anytime you want. Learn more about our advertisers. Join the AM 970 fan club and sign up for events. am970theanswer.com
2: Want to listen to AM 970 The Answer on the go? There's an app for that. Download our free smartphone app so you can listen to all your favorite shows, keep up with us on social media, enter contests, win prizes, and even interact with our hosts all in one place. Just search AM 970 The Answer in the iPhone app store or the Google Play store for the Android. Again, search AM 970 The Answer and download our smartphone app today. That way, you can take us wherever you go.
5: Hey, Kevin McCullough, tonight's legal night on Radio Night Live, as you know. And usually, Imran Ansari, the rising journalism star of the courtroom, uh, is, is with us. But he's out actually on a case. So tonight, the OG... The man himself from the New York Times pages, Arthur Idala, back with KMC on Legal Night. Join us.
1: Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. The Arthur
2: Idala Power Hour is sponsored in part by the good people at Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for the best selection and outstanding customer service. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri state area. Visit freeholdmitsubishi.com or call 732 863 2788. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and
3: quintessential New Yorker, Attorney Arthur Idala. Well, that was super super cool for me. Thank you, Joan. Um I appreciate you finding Mr. Morano who uh is not the easiest guy to track down because of the crazy hours we just uh talked about that he keeps. But um he really is uh what I said at the end there. He is destined for the radio Hall of Fame and I don't I don't really I don't say that lightly. Um he has a show that is it's 4 hours every night which is you know the only other you flip the switch and it's piscopo here or Sid Bernie down the dial um doing 4 hours um you know that's that's no walk in the park 4 hours i'm doing 40 minutes here 42 minutes of course that's their job and this is kind of like my hobby <laughs> so that's maybe I'll, I'll give myself a little bit of a break there but frank is really a, a, been a motivating factor he's someone who i i uh run things by and i i listen to his show on a, as regularly as i can i mean i don't i mean i have no problem admitting i can't listen to 20 hours of frank morano i would there have been long weekends where i've listened to a big hunk of it but it's a little easier for him to listen to uh, if you take the commercials out my 42 minutes than uh his um 20 hours but he's great. His wife, Rachel, is great. And little son, Carmine, is wonderful. I, you know, I, we really don't see each other as much as we should, but I'm going to uh, make a concerted effort to change that. And I mean, I don't mean Frank and I, but like the kids. I mean, our kids are literally a, a one week apart. So um, it would make sense for us to spend a bunch of time together. Um, under the te- – uh, well, let me just talk quickly and pay my respects to Ivana Trump, uh, who passed away today. Uh, earlier today, they found her, I think, right around 1240 in the afternoon. She was in her apartment. It seems like she died of natural causes. She uh, probably had some sort of a heart attack or something along those lines. She's the mother of all three of the eldest Trump children. Um, and as far as I can remember, always uh, handled herself with class and dignity and uh, elegance. Uh, even all through his presidency, and seemed to have a very good relationship with her children, as well. And let's face it, for a while here in New York City, she was the talk of the town. She was the toast of the town. They were married for a long time, um, from I think 1977 until 92. 1992. Um, and I, I will, I'll make you laugh. This is how she helped me a little bit personally. Not that I ever met her. When you study to, for the bar exam, the, the examination to become a uh, lawyer, you um, basically you start around Memorial Day and then you study right up until, well, at least I did, until you take the test, which is on, um, Well, it's usually the last Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday of July. For me, it was like the July 30th, 31st, and August 1st. Um, 30 years ago, this summer. Wow, I was studying 30 years ago right now. Um, it was not a, a really fun time in my life, but but it wasn't a horrible time. You're just studying, studying, studying. I got sick, and I missed either one or two days of the review class. I think just one day. And um, it was like a legit like horrible summer cold. And plus, you're in this room with all these people who are getting lectured to. Nobody wants you around. No one wants to catch the, your illness. I remember I was so sick that I asked one of my friends, um... To bring me something, some food or something. I was living alone in my apartment where I went to law school, the base of an apartment, 5920, 163rd Street in Fresh Meadows, New York, Queens. And it's interesting because like, no one had a cell phone. So I guess I must have called someone's house and maybe left the message on their answer machine. I was like, could you bring me some orange juice or something? And it was either Jeff or Josh. Like they wouldn't even come in my house. Like they just left it outside on the stoop <clears throat> uh, because no one wanted to get sick. But now, fast forward, I never went back and looked at that class that I missed. And now I'm taking the bar exam and there's a whole issue during the written day which is the first day, the first day of the essays about divorce law and who gets the money and how does the money get divided up? And all I'm thinking because I had no idea. All I'm thinking is this must um This must have been what they covered on the day that I wasn't in school there. And I, on bar review, people, people pass John Peeper, Peeper, people, Peeper, people pass. That was the name of the guy. And that was his logo. Um, So I'm like, I can't believe this. The only thing I knew about divorce law was what I read in the tabloids about Donald Trump and Ivana Trump getting divorced. I am dead serious. I wrote a whole essay about what I was reading in the Daily News and the New York Post about the Trump divorce. Somehow or another, I passed. So thank you um, to the Trump family for um, helping me pass the bar exam. Um, We know how we feel about um, Frank Morano, and now we know how he feels about the mayor. I don't know if I covered this, but everyone's talking about this big article in the New York times about me, which is very cool. But the very, I mean, it's like super cool. But the very next day, July 11th, the lead story on page six of the New York post has to do with our interview here, my interview, your interview, our interview together, um, with mayor Eric Adams, who we now know Frank Marano, I think, I think the word he used was poor, um, doing a poor job. Um, it's short, but it's big. I'm going to read it to you. Page six, the headline, Ian Moore's headline of page six of the New York Post on uh, Monday, July 11th, 2022. Eric Apollo of many parties, meaning a politician of many parties, quote, he's not just hanging out at zero bond at night. He's talking to token booth clerks. New York's party hopping mayor, Eric Adams, said in a new interview that he's not just going to clubs, events, restaurants, and other hot spots when he's out and about. Quote, people can criticize many things about me, but they can't criticize how I work. His honor insisted to Legal Eagle and radio host Arthur Idala on the Arthur Idala Power Hour on AM 970, The Answer. Well, you guys should all take a bow because I'm only here because you're all listening. Quote, I work seven days a week. If I'm hanging out with the boys, I am up with the men in the morning. Adams said, I am up at 5 a.m. every morning. Every morning. Idala had asked Adams, who's gotten some flack for being on the evening scene. People criticize the mayor because they see you out at night. A lot at all of these different events, and sometimes they catch you out in the Hamptons. What do you have to say to your detractors? Adams fired back. I need to be everywhere in the city. I learned when I did Midnights as a Police Officer that there's an entirely different work population at night. So while he's tripping the Light Fantastic around town, I'm at the subway system talking to the cleaners, the token book clerks. I'm in the hospitals talking to my midnight tours. I'm speaking to my cab drivers late at night. As we've reported, hospitality gurus see the party pal as a boon for business. Adam seems to agree. The thing about our nightlife, it's a multi-billion dollar industry, he told Idala. They tell me all the time, Eric, when you come visit our establishments, it sends a message to people that our city is up and operating. Remember who we are. We're the city that never sleeps. Pretty cool, folks. You guys get credit for that. Um, without your listenership, without you guys tuning in, without you being a force out there, we wouldn't get an article like this. And, um, you know, with all humility, one day we have this huge article in the New York Times talking about my law practice and the radio show. And the very next day, it's the big leads. It was the big lead story on Monday in the New York Post talking about Eric Adams on our show, making news. Um that's that. You guys get all the credit for that. I mean, I guess Jerry Crowley deserves a little bit of the credit for that, too, because he's the one who gives me the microphone. But um, I'm proud of that. I am as proud of that as I am about the lawyering. I've been a lawyer for 30 years. It'll be 30 years December the 2nd. I got sworn in the day after my 25th birthday. Um, so, you know, I've worked hard to get that New York Times story, but I've only been hosting a radio show since January. Seven months and a couple of weeks. And here we are. Lead story on page six of the New York Post. Congratulations to all of you for listening in. Um, we're going to come back. Uh, I'm doing double duty tonight. I'm going to be working with Kevin McCullough later on. So I'm going to have Kevin on my show and talk a little bit about what we're going to talk about in the next show. So don't go anywhere and um, enjoy my little time with, with Kevin. We'll be right back.
2: Eight, eight. There's a lot to learn and understand when getting ready to buy a home. Having a right lending team in place who can help is important. The lending experts at Citizens Bank can answer your questions about home borrowing or how to get started with a mortgage pre-approval. Call Citizens Bank at 212-857-6668, 212-857-6668, and ask a citizen. Mortgages are offered and originated by Citizens Bank NA, NMLS number four three three nine six zero, 960 equal housing lender.
0: Now you can travel to Israel. Spend 10 extraordinary days in the Holy Land this November. Collect remarkable memories on a trip that will change you forever. Sebastian Gorka and Dinesh D'Souza lead our tour of Israel with our trusted travel partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. Join them and enjoy picturesque and unforgettable places you'll treasure for a lifetime. Reserve your spot today at StandWithIsraelTour.com.
2: Keep your body moving with powerful nutrients to support your joints and overall mobility. Invite Health is here to save the day and your body with the best-selling Cartilage HX. Cartilage HX helps to maintain the health of your cartilage and promotes flexibility and mobility. This powerful formulation provides a patented form of type 2 collagen called UC2 that has been shown in clinical studies to promote joint comfort and strong, healthy bones. Just listen to what some Invite Health customers in the Tri-State area are saying about Cartilage HX.
0: I had a problem with my left knee and had to take baby steps going up the stairs. I'm almost normal now.
5: Miracle! When I climb the stairs, my knees no longer hurt.
2: Stay active with the help of Cartilage HX. Buy one bottle, get the other free. Plus, free shipping today. Call 800-673-2345 now to order. Again, that's 800-673-2345. 800-673-2345.
0: Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer.
3: Out all night long, she made me cry. you done me wrong. you hurt my eyes open. That's no lie. Tables turning now. Her turn to cry because I used to love her. But it's all over now. Well, I'm not going to say that about uh, my next guest, especially since I'm going to spend, uh, The next hour with him, that's right. If you really, really miss hearing this raspy, crazy Sicilian American voice, you don't, you don't, don't, don't let your heart be still because I'm going to keep on rolling. I'm going to keep on rolling into the seven o'clock hour with the great Kevin McCullough, who is on the air with us now to give us a little preview of what's coming up? What's up
5: Kevin? Dr. Idala, always a pleasure to hear you. And to get to be on your show twice in one week, that's a real treat for me too. so thank you for, uh, yeah, thank well, you for having me.
3: Thank you for uh, for jumping on. I guess it was Monday, I don't know I will say this 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 whole week, you know a week ago tonight, Kevin it was last Thursday night. I went out to dinner with um, a former client. Uh, who happens to be a medical doctor and her friend and another friend of ours was four of us. I, and of all the clients I've had, she's probably the one who expresses her gratitude uh, often and in very grandiose ways. She took us out to a beautiful dinner in Midtown, Manhattan. But you know you, you know how quickly life can change one way or the other. Right. Um, it wasn't until the next morning that I got a call. From someone at the New York Times saying, we think the story is going to run tomorrow, meaning uh, Saturday online. And I'm like, okay. You know, I had a lot of fun Thursday night. And Friday was also a work day. Um, And I I had had this, like, pre-planned little high school reunion. And I went out with my buddies pretty late. um, And one of whom slept over. And then, like, Saturday morning, 7 o'clock on, like, four hours of kind of groggy sleep, I get a knock on my door Saying it's out, and I'm like, I'm like, what's out? He goes, the story, it's out. (laughs) And it's like, like, you know, I'm in bed all alone, and it's like in a bucket of cold water thrown on your face. Like, oh boy. And I went into the bathroom where my phone was charging to wash up before I came out into the public area, into the living room, and I had gone to sleep with my phone having zero text messages. And at like seven fourteen in the morning, I had nineteen text messages, (laughs) and I, I, I looked at them. And they were all very congratulatory and all of that stuff. And uh, since then, it's been a a heck of a ride. And obviously our boss, but I consider him our friend, Jerry Crowley, uh, you know, by eight o'clock, he was hooting and hollering. And and I I know what he he some time shortly thereafter, he's like, I'm going to put Kevin on your show and on Monday and we're going to make a big deal out of this. So I want to thank you for being part of that.
5: It was well-deserved. And um, I thought that the piece just nailed you perfectly. I mean. I'm probably one of your friends that you've known, you know, the least amount of time, because you've got friends that go all the way back to childhood. But from what I know of you, and from our time at Fox and uh, AM nine seventy, and just knowing you uh, from being on my show a lot, um, they couldn't have they couldn't have painted a more perfect picture of who you are. And I love the fact that even though um, you know they, they bring up some of the unsavory characters that have uh, that have been your clients. You were able to explain in such a clear-cut way, it's always right to do the right thing. Um, And that really came through in that article really nicely. So speaking of which, we didn't even plan on – well, we didn't know that the article was going to come out when we asked you last week to be on this week. Um, I know. Imran, who has been uh, trying to fill your shoes faithfully ever since you oh, he as the OG great. left, he's, great. He's, he's, he's got some big-name client uh, out in Connecticut named 50 Cent that is uh, going through some civil stuff. He's, he's been preparing. Now, he told us last week on the show, Arthur. That he was probably more nervous about this case than some of the cases he's had lately, because no, he, he's, he's very he's, nervous.
3: And the funny part is, he's
5: he's against the the former uh, lawyer for Fifty Cent.
3: So correct, he, and he wants to make sure he gets his right. Yeah. The the funny part is he is. He's definitely uh, he's taking this very seriously. I'm very proud of him, Ron, because he was very disciplined, especially there was a gorgeous weekend this weekend. And I spoke to him. I spoke to his wife. You know, he was in the office uh, or at home working off like Friday. He actually left the office on Thursday and he said, look, I, I need to just disappear and only work on this case. And he was gone Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, only working on this one case. And look, Fifty Cent is a super superstar. He's everywhere—music, television, movies—everywhere you look, right? And the amount of money that we're talking about in this civil world, this civil case, is not really going to alter Mr. Fifty Cent's life in any way, shape, or form. But Imran is taking it as seriously as when I handle a murder case where someone's life is on the line. And I'm very proud of that. I, you know, I, I'm proud of that article. Uh, I, uh, but obviously. You know, I hate to use this term because it's associated with the former first lady, but it takes a village. You know, I'm only <laughs> I'm only as successful as those immediately behind me uh, in the law. And I'm one of the few lucky people on the planet where right behind me is not only my partner, but she's my wife. So I have I got I, she's got my back uh, several different ways. And under that uh, situation. Yeah.
5: Well, he he uh, he's he's going to be successful. I have every uh, suspicion that he'll he'll do fantastic, um, and then he'll be back with us. But it's going to be nice. Um, I tell you what, instead of breaking down current cases that are in the headlines, what I'd like to do next hour, um, just to put it simply, is to get the Idola take on this last season of the Supreme Court. The Supreme well, Court was certainly um, they had a ton of big issue cases that came before them. They certainly created some milestones in this season's rulings, and I'd love to just get uh, you know the Idola take on all of that.
3: Listen, that that's you know that's that's what I do for fun. Not really, that's not really what I do. I don't want everyone to think I'm such such a cerebral geek. But um, no, no, it would be my honor, Kevin. We have one minute le- left. I want to just ask you a quick question. Sure. Of the last two or three years of, of you doing the show here, if uh, Jerry Crowley called you in and said, you know, Kevin, tell me one or two of the highlights. That comes to mind, and you can't talk about me and Imran, uh, of your radio career uh, at AM 970, your recent radio career of AM 970. What would you say some of your the moments that stand out for you are?
5: Well, I, I do remember a very distinct moment where I was filling in for Piscopo one week, um, and w- we actually uh, created an entire Saturday Night Live sketch live with Joe on the phone from uh, Italy. He was He was on his Italy trip. So and we basically there. wrote and produced it. it. It never got aired anywhere, but it was the most fantastic SNL sketch that would have ever been made if they had just made it. Don't ask me what it was. I can't remember the uh, the content of it. But I remember Joe Piscopo loving it, and I thought, hey, I like that. I like making the guy laugh. It's a lot of fun to do that. So that's that's oh. one of the highlights of, of – but, you know, I've been in the radio business for 180 years, so – when you well, feed the vice presidents to, and I, I, serial killers I, and re- I,
3: I said recent history, recent that's history. It. Yeah, No, you got it. Hey, All right, uh, folks, great show. I, I can't tell you we're going away. Um, I'm actually going to do Kevin's show, and then I'm running to a surprise party. So, shh, don't tell anyone. It's a birthday party. We'll see you real quick on Kevin's show. Don't go anywhere. The preceding program
2: sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi